There are some brothers that they are fit to do Ayyib with the widow. So there are some brothers who are not fit to do either. And they don't create any kind of connection. Rather, even though they have brothers, the widow can marry whoever she pleases. There are some brothers who are fit to do Chalitza, but they can't do Yibum. But some can do Yibum, not Chalitza. So you have some who are shy to both, either or neither. These are the brothers that create no, no Zika, no connection. Saras Chama of Andreganis, a brother who is uh, 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 impotent, was born uh, uh, unable to have children. Andreganis is someone who has both features of both sexes. Because they can't have children. They never had a time in their life when they could have children. <coughs> Therefore, they don't create any kind of, any kind of condition or obligation of her to marry the brother to, 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 to perpetuate his name. They can't produce kids. Gimel. These are those who, who do Yibam, but they cannot do Chalitza. If a brother is a deaf mute, he's into Shaitar, it's a cotton. They don't have intention to do Chalitza. They have to know what to do. When the shoe is removed from their foot, they have to do so as an active participant. A Shaitar can't do that. Uh, neither can a Cherish or a child. When a Cherish does Yibum, but however, when it comes to doing the, having relations and doing Yibum, that doesn't require intention. So therefore, when a Cherish does Yibum, <coughs> he can never divorce her. Because when he does Yibum with his sister-in-law, the widow, that makes him married according to Tater. However, he cannot give a divorce. Divorce requires intention. He doesn't have intention. He's a, he's a Cherish. It's presumably the same with a part of a shayta, I imagine. A nine-year-old child does yibum. We said he can't, the yibum is a status, so he can't divorce her until he becomes an adult. However, the, the, marriage, the marriage is, 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 is there, there, but he can't give a get as a child. Therefore, there's yibum, they're married, and he has to wait to become an adult. If he wants to divorce, as we said, Dalit. These are those who are shy to do chalitza only, but not yibum. Hasveikas, if we're unsure if there was a situation of doubt. For example, let's say, for example, the brother who died, it was not clear if he was allowed to be married to this woman. Maybe he was, maybe he's not. Maybe, there, maybe, there, maybe there's something, there's a relationship we're not sure, we're not sure about. So therefore, uh, they, they, they can't do yibum because, because uh, if, 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 if there may be a situation where she's not allowed to be married to him, or both brothers can't be married to her. They can't obviously do yibum, but because they may be okay, they have to do chalitza. To a daka, a person who has a crushed testicle. Khrushchev, the member is crushed. All these types of, of, um, of uh, castrations. Someone is extremely old, he can't have an erection. That's if, it's, if, if a person, however, so that's why they're, they're not allowed to do yibum, they must do chalitza. If the person who has been castrated by human intervention does have relations with the woman, he acquires his wife, he had a time in his life where he could have relations. However, he must give her a divorce, because there's a prohibition in the Torah, someone who's, who's been castrated is not allowed to um, uh, uh, come, marry into the Jewish people. Someone who has his genitals covered over with skins, he can't tell if he's male or female. He can do chalitza, but not yibum. Because again, we don't, we don't know if he is male or female. If, however, there's an operation and we find out he's a male, then he can do avim or chalitza as he chooses. Any other kind of brother, if he doesn't have any of these unique conditions, they can do yibum or chalitza, which is usually most normal cases. Yeah, that's, just, that's as far as the brothers go. Now, what if this guy who died had five wives? 
or the truth is actually, not, even if it's one wife, it's not, that's not what relevant really. But the point is, there are some types of widows, Yevamas, who are candidates for Adib Mechalitza. Some are candidates for neither. They create no obligation. They can marry whoever they want, even though the husband died childless, and his brother's available. They can marry whoever they please. There are some who are candidates for either one or the other, but not for both. Who are the types of women that you can do Yibam, but you can't do Chalitza? Same thing, I'm deaf mute, imbecile, or a person who's not, not intelligent, uh, mentally uh, incompetent. And a minor. And they don't have the intention to understand what's going on, to read the Psukim, to understand, to take off the shoe, what the, the Kavan is necessary. However, you can do Yibam with them. If again, he wants to do Yibam with the Chereshes, uh, 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 excuse me. So therefore, they can only yibum nachalitza. And if after doing yibum with the deaf mute woman, the yavam wants to divorce her, her she can divorce her. He's not obligated to stay with her. Zayin. These are those who are candidates for chalitza only, not for yibum. Asur lav in the woman who's in isur lav. So because the terrorist is not to be married to them, even though technically speaking the kedushin does create a marriage. Or whatever situation is where there, where there is a marriage, but if there's a law, we don't force them to do yibum. So we actually not don't force, we don't let them do yibum. We, we prefer chalitza. Vashni is so if there's a situation of isim darabanon, say if there's an iser from say to be married, kamayshi is as we'll explain. These, we'll give examples of these later on. Any woman who's in a state of doubt if she's migrashi. So for example, the husband gave his wife a get. And the situation, if we have a suffolk, if it's kosher or not kosher, then before they clarify the situation, he dies. So now, is this woman a widow? Who has to do yibum? Is she divorced? She has no obligation to yibum. So because we're not sure, in fact, not, not, not an obligation, it's a prohibition. You're not allowed to marry your brother's wife, even your brother's divorced wife. Therefore, she does chalitza because she may have been married at the time of the death. And she, now she's widowed. But let me say, she can't do yibum. Perhaps this brother, if he marries the dead, if he marries this this woman, he's marrying his brother's not his brother's widow, which is a mitzvah. He's marrying his brother's divorcee, which is a big iser karis. Therefore, she ages achiv shigersha suolam mishum erva. Therefore, because the brother's uh, divorcee is also as, as an erva, he does chalitza to play it safe, not yibum. However, if the situation was as such, where he gave her kedushin and it was a status of suffolk, and before he clarified it, he died. <laughs> that situation, she's like a regular Yavama. There's no concern. Because either way, if he never, if the condition was not legitimate, she's a random woman. And he's marrying not his brother's his brother's his brother's widow, he's marrying a regular woman. And if they were married, she's his widow, so it's a mitzvah to get married. So the question is, are they allowed to get married or is it a mitzvah? Either way, play it safe. You can do Yibim if you want. Or Khalitz is also an option. Either she's not a candidate for Khalitz Bakhlaw. And it's meaningless, so it's not no harm done. Or it's a, it's a mitzvah to do chalitza, so therefore you can do even more chalitza. The wife of a man who is a deaf mute, or a woman who is very elderly, or she's barren. They're like any yavama, even though they can't they can't have children. She could do chalitza or yibum. She's a kainah. A woman who is old or barren presumably had a time in her life where she could have children, and therefore because of that she's a candidate for yibum or chalitza. Ches. 
These are the women who are not obligated in either. They can marry whoever they want, even though, even though the husband died without kids. It's the wife of a person who is impotent or a person who has both genders. The wife of a, of a shaita, the wife of a minor. The island is a woman who is, who is barren, who is not shy to have children. Someone who is in erva. Now, how do we know all these cases that halachas don't apply? We look at the pasuk and we exclude them based on the pasuk. Shemar says that he has to, he should marry his, um, he should marry his brother's widow. His name should not be obliterated from Israel. This excludes somebody who is uh, unable to, was born unable to have kids, or someone who has both genders. His name is already blotted out. He can never have kids in the first place. He wasn't able to have children from the beginning of his life. And there's like its own category. Therefore, there's no obligation in Yibum. Um, okay. The Pasuk continues and it says the Bechara, the firstborn, who is. Who uh, who gives who who is born? Pratla island. This excludes no. Again, pashim shat the pasuk. The Ram here is 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 going on the pashim shat the pasuk. That the bechur who is born from the union of the yibum. So pratla islandish. If the yav, if the brother marries the widow who's an islandish who's unable to have kids, in a real island, who can't have children, again she's not shyach to give birth. So again, uh, uh, it says the, uh, the, the, the if they have the first child is, is you know his name is sort of to be called on his on his on his uh, on his dead brother's uh, dead uncle's um, uh, uh, behalf. So again, this is not possible. She can't yeah, have kids. And the pasuk again says that the wife of the brother passed away should not marry any random person. The Aishas Hamais means there was real marriage when the guy was alive. If it's a child or a minor, then there's no real marriage. And then it says, luckily, Isha, the Pasuk says he should take her for a wife. If it's an erva, if it's somebody who's not allowed to marry, there's no there's no uh, there's no lakuchim, there's no kedushin. He may, he'd give her a ring and say, but there's not that's not a marriage. Now you can give it, give 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 uh, give, uh, give a robot also a, a, a ring and it's not a marriage. Test case for example. Okay, yevama sheerva yevama. The second yevama with a hey. When the yevama, the, uh, the the widow is in erva on the on, on uh, excuse me the the, the the brother is in erva on the widow. Okay, going for example, shoyse achas ishtoi. If you have Reuven and Shimon, right? Reuven marries Rachel. Shimon marries Leah. Reuven and Shimon are brothers. Rachel and Leah are brothers. So Reuven marries one sister. Shimon marries the other sister. So these two guys are now gang up on the same mother-in-law, right? Good. So she goes. Um, uh, so then, one of them married a mother, one married a daughter, or a bitter or a daughter. When Reuven passes away and with no children, Shimon is now looking at his sister-in-law. But his sister-in-law is his wife's mother or his wife's sister. He can't marry her. And therefore, there's no situation of Bechal Yibam Chalitza. Shem Ha'ad says, He has to take it for a wife and do Yibam. A woman who potentially, in theory, you could be Mekadish, there's a potential for Yibam as well. But a erva, in this case, your wife's mother, your wife's sister, there's no kedushin. If you give her a kedushin, it doesn't do anything. Not like your erva avera. There's no, there's no sin. There's nothing happening. It's like giving a kedushin to a man. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything. What if the brother, the brother-in-law, and the widow were forbidden to each other, but not a, not an erva, not a chiv karis. It was a regular love. 
or 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 say or was a shnia which is drapanon how is a chalitzas let me say bemis in that case you should do chalitza and not yibum even though if he does do yibum it creates a marriage we don't let them do that we, we encourage chalitza why why isn't the chalitza necessary if 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 uh, they're not not to be married we should say there's no connection there is a potential for kedushin how the kedushin behen since the kedushin has an impact there is a connection of yibum so for example a kain and a grusha a kain may not marry a grusha. It's usher, a divorcee. But if he gives her kedushin, she's, she's a married woman. So over here, if, if let's, say he's, let's say he's a kain and she's a grusha, you would say the same thing. If it's a lav, right? So so uh, so uh, if, if 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 the brother the brother who's a kain married a divorcee, which is not allowed to be done, that he dies. Now the other brother who's a kain who's also who's from a kain, he doesn't want to marry this woman. Right, so so there's a lot, but still there's an obligation of of chalitza because there is a potential for marriage to happen if he chooses to marry her. Right, so when a kohen marries a grusha, the marriage happens. Right, you look at me like I'm like it's a, yeah. yeah okay all right. Now theoretically, you should, they should do yibum. Right, this kohen, for example, should marry this grusha. What happens when the asim and say clash? So again, Reuven and Shimon married to Rachel and Leah. Uh, 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 Ruvain dies without kids. Now Shimon, who's married to Leah, we, we're saying don't do even with Rachel because it's Israel, Israel love. But we're more second. But say if there's a mitzvah of Yibum, that should displace the say of marrying this woman. Because the Cham decreed not to do Yibam with the, the Israel Lav or Shniya. Why? The mitzvah of Yibam is only the first time they're together. After that, it's not a mitzvah anymore. So therefore, the, the, the relation they have after that is, is Osir, Matayra, or Midarabonan, but there's no mitzvah involved. The mitzvah of Yibam only applies to the first time they're together. Therefore, if this Kayan goes and he has relations with his brother's wife, who was pre divorced from somebody else before his brother married her, and that creates a marriage, needs to say if she is a. He married her and she needs a divorce, now I'm not telling her. They're husband and wife. However, and again, if this Kayan who died, who was married to this divorcee and a bunch of other people, once the brother, the Kayan, chooses to do Yibam with this, incorrectly chooses to do Yibam with this uh, divorcee, that frees all the other wives of, this, of, the, of, the, of the deceased Kayan to marry whoever they want. Because one of the, one of the wives did Yibam. And she, they can, but again, but this wife needs, needs a get though. Yudalf. Yivama she Yivama. She's and she was married to somebody. She was fully married after a chupa, chupa and kedushin. Uh, excuse me, kedushin and nesuyin. And so she is a widow now. She's also somebody who had relations in, in her in her in her past with her deceased husband, right? Now Gadol, who has a, there's a law of a Gadol to marry a, a widow. A regular kohen can marry a widow. He can't marry a divorcee. A kohen Gadol can't marry a divorcee. He also has the positive to say to marry a virgin. Now the kohen Gadol. Then um, uh, and and the kohen gadol's brother dies without children, and the kohen gadol instead of doing chalitza does yibum with the the widow, incorrectly of course. Lanifta trust that does not let the other co-wives marry whoever they please. Why? Lechayra she did yibum, and the kohen gadol if he marries a woman like this, although he's not allowed to, it creates a marriage. Just like, just like in the previous halacha, we said that all other wives can marry who they want. They should, they, should be, they should be able to marry who they want over here. So why doesn't it work? The principle of an essay, only applies when you have an essay versus a lois essay. What if it's a lois essay versus an essay and a lois essay? 
In our case over here, the Kayin Gadol has a mitzvah of Yibum, mitzvah saseh, to marry this divorced woman. He also has a loisaseh of not to marry a widow. But he also has an assay requiring him to marry a virgin and not a widow who has been with the person, someone else. So now there's an asin aleisase against the yibum. Since the kinyan is not complete, it's, it's, it's incomplete, the yibum is, 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 is in a, a conflicted status, that does not allow the other wives to marry whoever they want, they still require a chalitza. Yud base. What if the yivama was an erva on her husband? Right, A guy married his daughter-in-law, which is an erva na'atayra. He goes, oh, oh, he gives examples. He goes, oh, 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 he transgressed. Oh, he taught, he makes a mistake. And he married his paternal sister. And then he dies, and now the brother is faced with this widow. It's not his wife. Because there's no condition. There was no marriage. They lived in the same house, but that's not a marriage. If she had a second wife, she requires chalitza yibum. Now, even more than Hamam says, if the one who was not allowed to be married to that husband who died, she was married to him in a prohibited way, but she's not prohibited to the Yavam. Let's say, for example, the two brothers are, are, uh, are only um, are, are half-brothers, and, this, and the, one of the brothers married his half-sister, but the brother and the half-sister don't have any relationship together. Let's say, let's say that was the case. If he wants to do both, he can, and, and, and the brother dies now, and he has these two wives. I say wives in quotation, because one of them is not his wife. She's, uh, she's not really married. He can marry both of them. You can't normally do, normally you can't marry two widows from the same house as a Yibam. But here, one of them is not Bechlal, Atzara. She never had a connection to them. Therefore, again, emphasizing the point that there's no marriage in the first place. Yud Gimel. If the Yavama was also on their husband because of a lava or an assay. So again, for example, the husband who died was a Kayin and the woman was a, was a divorcee. So now she's a divorcee and a widow. Or for an assay, for example, it was a king adult to, 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 a, to a, uh, a widow. She was forbidden. But she had no prohibition on the Yavim for these, any of these things. She could marry the Yavim. There's an exception over here. If someone divorces his wife and then she goes and marries somebody else. And then that guy dies or divorces her, and now he remarries his divorcee, which is not allowed in Torah. You can't remarry your divorcee after she marries someone else in between. And then the brother who did this issue of taking back his divorcee dies. She chalets him, for reasons the Ramah doesn't explain clearly. So there's another two gesayas over here. Yeah, no, it says oi. Okay, interesting. Because uh, the, there's some gesayas that say vi, which is which is easier. But it as it may. You have yevama, which is a suffolk if she's an erva on her yavam or erva on, on, on her husband. So we don't know was she ever married in the first place, and if she was, can she marry this person? It's a suffolk. Because, again, she might have, because if she was, um, yeah, so it's not clear in the first example if she's a Suffolk erva on Yavam, so if she was an erva on him, so then, okay, so it's not clear why that would create a problem to do Yibum. 
because she doesn't mean she's an Erev on this other brother. But the point is, is that we have a situation over here whether she's mechuyiv yibum or chalitza. So we do chalitza, not yibum. Again, because if if she's not obligated in in um, in yibum um, chalitza, that's fine. Chalitza doesn't do any, any harm. The problem is, is that if there's a if um, there's no pro, it's no if if it's an obligation of of yibum and you do yibum, then that's the issue of eshes achav marrying your brother's marrying your brother's Wife. Fichin, therefore. Mishikiddish. Okay. Mishikiddish Aisha, a Safa Kedushin, someone who's Makalash a woman. And it's a Safa if the Kedushin were, were effective. Achkach, Mes Achim, Shainesa, Echesa. And then afterwards, the brother um, who was married to her sister passed away. And then now the situation of Yibum, she she might be his wife's brother. She has to divorce his wife at the get. So in other words, here's the case over like this. Yeruven and Shimon. Okay? Uh, so so, so, so Yeruven and Shimon, who are brothers. And then you have Rachel and Leah, who are brothers, who are, who are, who are sisters. Ruven is Mekadosh, the the Leia, the older sister. But it's a suffix if it's a kedushin or not. And Shimon is Mikadesh, the younger sister Rachel, and that's for sure a kedushin. So now, um, in the, in the, in the, in the so now Ruvain dies, and Shimon is faced with the possibility that this woman may be his brother's widow because we're just not sure if this kedushin was good, or she may be a person who was never married to his brother. Now. If it's, his bro- if it's a person, either way, either way, she's the sister of his wife. You can't marry two sisters. So therefore, um, sorry, one second. I'm sorry, it was the reverse. It was the reverse. Ruvain married uh, uh, Leah, no questions. Shimon married Rachel, and we're not sure if it was, it was a suffix if the condition was good. So then, then Ruvain, who, who married Leah, without question, yeah, he died. So now the question is. Give me one second over here. Okay. Okay, one more time. The fifth, therefore, Mishkadesh, woman, and it was Safa Kedushin. And his brother, um, No, I thought I got this anyways. I don't. I'm sorry. Um, so he married. He was a Kashi woman in Sophic. And his brother was married to her sister. Now he's now he has to to, to face the prospect of being given with his sister-in-law, the widow. 
who might be his wife's sister. What is it, a Suffolk? Ah, okay, I'm sorry, exactly. Ruven married to Leah, they're married. Now, Shimon goes and gives Kedushin to his sister, to, to her sister, to Rachel. But it was a Suffolk, we're not sure. Then Ruven, who's married for many years to Leah, he dies. So is this woman, this woman is his, 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 his dead brother's wife, uh, a widow. If the Kedushin that Shimon gave to Rachel is good, that means now the Leah, the woman who he's facing the prospect of being given with, is his wife's sister. If his condition was invalid, she's not his wife's sister. So the question of, of whether or not Shimon is allowed to do Yubim with Leah depends on whether Shimon's condition to Rachel was good. If it was a good condition, he can't do Yubim. It's his wife's sister. If it was an invalid condition, he could do Yubim because um, he didn't marry her sister. So therefore, he has to do Chalitza, not Yubim, to play it safe. But, he has, and, and, but not only that, after he gives his, his, uh, his dead brother's wife Chalitza, he has to divorce his wife, who he's married to uncertainly with a Suffolk, he has to give her a get. He can't stay married. Her after doing chalitza with the sister in law, why? But she and her sister in law both vindim. Yvimde, he can't, he, his yavim is forbidden to him, and she saw for erva. She might be an erva, she might be the sister of his wife. This is Ursasi, and the one who he gave Kedushin to, which is a Suffolk Kedushin that he didn't give it correctly, she may be a relative of his chalutza. Um. Right? So she is essentially the sister of his chalutza, basically. And therefore, uh, you now, a chalutza has resembles a divorcee. So it's like Shimon divorced Leah. Now his wife, who's trying to marry over here with the Kedusha Suffolk, is essentially uh, a sister of his divorcee. And that's, that's also Midrabon. Yidalat. When a brother passes away and leaves behind two wives, one of them is also on him as an erva. And the other one is not an erva. Just like the one who's an erva doesn't have to leave a Her co-wife is also is also potter. There's no zik on this house. Remember, it says. Um, I'm sorry. So Misha He left two wives. Achas assure Allah on him, meaning the surviving brother, not the, not the dead brother. Mishum erva. So so Reuven passes away, leaves two wives. His brother Shimon is now looking at two possible people to do yimachalitzu with. One of them is an option. The other one is is an erva on him. Just like the just like the wife, the sister-in-law, is part of yimachalitzu because she's isukaris erva. So to the co-wife is part of. There's no connection between the surviving brother and all this, this whole this whole household of widows. Shemar it says, the person who does not this is, they take off the shoe and this is you spit in front of him. This is what happens to the person who chooses not to build his brother's house. If the house is such where he potentially could do yibum with any wife, that's where there's a connection of yibum and chalitza, which we call zika. If he can't build part of the house, because there's no condition possible since since one of the wives is an erva on him he can't even build part of it turns out that because he can't do yibam with one wife 
He can't do Yibum. There's no Yibum with the other wife. And all the wives are no obligation Yibum. Because they have no obligation Yibum, they have the standard prohibition of Eishas Achiv, the brother's wife. There's no Zika. So whenever you have a brother's wife without an obligation of Yibum Chalitza, you have the classic, just like the brother passed away with children, the widows are forbidden to marry the brothers because of Eishas Ach. Tezval, the Fichan, therefore, Ruvain Shemes, Ruvain passes away. Viniyach. Excuse me, he left behind two wives. Yep. One of the wives is an Erev on his brother Shimon. And they're both, uh, but they're both, technically speaking, potentially able to marry Levi. Shimon has no connection to this house. They're both Shaykh Levi. So again, you have Reuven, Shimon, and Levi are three brothers. Reuven, Reuven passes away. Now we have Shimon and Levi, and and uh, and, uh, and Reuven's widow or widows, widow, widows rather. There's no connection of Shimon to the Reuven's widows because Shimon can't marry one of them. One of them, for example, is uh, his wife's sister. So Levi, the other brother who has no connection, he could do yibum with any of these people. Now yibum Levi man. Levi does yibum with one of them. Shitaras Erevash Shimon, and that is not the one who's forbidden on Shimon. It's the other one. And Levi also had other wives. Umeis Levi, and now Levi passed away. And now both are, are, are before Shimon. Before Shimon, you have the wife who um, Shimon could not be Chalitza with because she was the co wife of his wife's sister, for example. And now you have Levi's widow as well. So, because again, both of them are. So, Shimon doesn't have to be Chalitza with either of them. One of them, one of them because there was a time period when she was the co-wife of someone he can't be even with. Vashni, the second one, because she's her co-wife. The same thing applies if it keeps going forever. Any woman who for the moment that the Yibam Chalitza question happens, the moment the brother dies, we say that all this whole household, all these, all these co-wives, all these widows, because of one of them, the brother is removed from the situation, all the wives are going to the category of your brother's wife, and therefore you can never do even with any of them again. And if any of them get paired up with another one of the brother's wives, because that brother dies, the same thing applies again. The Isra Eishas Ach of the Slaylam, it stands with the Isra of Eishas Ach forever. Um, case applies. The same thing applies if you have a brother. A wife, a wife of a brother. It was a brother who didn't, didn't exist and was alive. In other words, after the brother passed away, the mother gave birth to another brother. Since there's no connection to them because he was never alive. Shemrat says, when the brothers live together at the same time, they have to be both alive at the same time. He's also the brother who's born after the other brother dies, remains in error for forever on these widows. And... Um, and if he's the only brother, so because she can't do even with this new brother who's a newborn baby, obviously, because... Because he wasn't alive when their husband passed away. So therefore, none of the wives have to give Machalitza. Case of example, the Ram gives example. Reuven Shemais, Reuven passed away. And he left the wife behind, and now she falls before Shimon as a, as a question of Yibam Machalitza. And after Reuven passed away, another brother, third brother, is born. 
Whether Levi's born before or after Shimon does Yibum with Reuven's widow, Reuven's wife is the heir of Levi forever because he wasn't alive when, 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 when Reuven passed away. Therefore, he made Shimon even awfully and saw If Shimon passes away, and now 13 years later, now Levi's by Mitzvah and the co both co wives, Reuven's widow, and Shimon's widow now fall before Levi. They both are part of Yimachlitza. Even though in theory Levi could do Yimachlitza with Shimon's wife, he's not obligated to because Reuven's wife was also on him as an erva. And therefore, the co-wife, uh, uh, um, uh, the, because Shimon with Reuven's wife, now, now Shimon, Shimon's wife and Reuven's wife were co-wives to Shimon, and now Shimon passed away, and therefore one of them remo- is removed from Levi. They're all removed from Levi. Yudchas. Also, Shimon Mamar, even patient Reuven, if Shimon doesn't do Yibam, but he only did Mamar, before he actually marries as Yibam, he passes away. Levi does Levi does chalitza. He can't do yibum. Even though the may I tell you, he could do yibum because because um, um, sorry, no, he has to do chalitza. Not he can't do yibum, obviously. But why is the chalitza bechal? Because the mimer does not acquire completely. So oh, so yeah, so may I tell you, he should be able to do yibum with Shimon's wife because. Um, because Shimon never actually married the, the woman, uh, Reuven's widow, who, who Levi has no connection to. So L'Chaira, Shimon's wife now, should have to Yibam with Levi. But since he resembles Yibam, because there was Mara, the condition of Rabbanon, so therefore we say, no, don't Yibam do Chalitza. Okay, Halach Yates. We have a minion? Yates. A woman who has relations with somebody else, Intentionally and and and, and, and the witnesses. Before the husband divorces her, he has it. Yeah. So with the now. Okay. So looking at text. So we're on page four uh, four thirty six, right column. This is the classic. When a woman is unfaithful to her husband and there's witnesses and she's intentional, now she has to divorce her. That's halacha. And before he had a chance to divorce her, he passed away from, from shock, let's say, for example, from the, from the episode. And then now she falls before the brother, brother-in-law. She is not obligated in Yibim or Chalitza. Just like as, as, as if she was forbidden by relations. Tumma is written regarding someone who's unfaithful, so it's like an erva. So neither she nor her co-wife, who was who was a perfectly fine, righteous woman, are obligated to be mechalitz. They can marry her if they please. Avol seita, a woman who suspects of being unfaithful, she may spy the she She passes before the husband feeds her the bitter waters. Or for example, she's one of those women who she's not she's not she's not eligible to drink, drink the waters. We're too suspicious that she was guilty, or for other various reasons. Rather than she gets divorced, in that case there is an obligation, but do chalitz not yibum. If she had a co-wife, the other wife could do even more chalitza. Because over here, it's not for sure that she was unfaithful. It's only a suffix. Two co-wives from one, from one house, one brother, one, one brother's, uh, both widows of one brother. That one of the two or more was, uh, one of the wives was forbidden to the Yavim as a love. 
or as Nasei, or 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 she was an Alish, she was barren. Again, her kawaii, we said, is Motok Shimai, whatever she pleases. The Chalatzu said, Isabemah, she does Yibum or Chalitza, whichever she prefers, or they prefer. However, if someone does Chalitza with the Yavim, and the sister of this Chalitza, or her mother, and marries his brother, and she has, and he has another wife, now they both come before him. In other words, um, um, so what, what's the case over like this? The case is like this. Someone who, someone who, um, again, so he, so, so, so everybody's using it. So, he has, he, so he does. Uh, someone does chalitza, right? And then the chalitza, his his sister-in-law, the widow, her mother or sister, goes and marries his brother, which is perfectly permissible, right? And that brother has another wife. So now, the the surviving brother's brother has a few wives. He has the mother of the surviving brother of one of the surviving brothers Yavama and then a random wife and now that brother passes away also so just like the relative of the Chalutza is Asr on him right? you can't marry your your, uh, your, uh, your Chalutza's mother for example so her co-wife is also, even though that co-wife is no relation. They're both like considered the Islam they do Khalitza, they don't do Yibum. Um, right? So again, let's clarify the case over here again, right? So Ruvain has a wife. Ruvain dies. Shimon, the surviving brother, does Khalitza with Ruvain's um, with Ruvain's, Ruvain's widow. Okay. So now, now she's free to do whatever she wants. Now Levi goes, and this Chalutza has a mother. Levi, go, Levi, her third brother, goes and marries her mother. So now, Levi dies. So now Shimon, and, and, and Levi had a pre- previous wife also. So now Shimon obviously can't do Yibum with the uh, mother of his current wife. That's not an op- oh, Sorry, Shimon can't do can't do even with the mother of the of the woman he did chalitza to. That's not allowed. So therefore, the other co-wife, who essentially has no connection to him and could be is, is a candidate for mechalitza, also is not not a, not not a candidate because one wife is not a candidate, second one is not as well. Why did they prohibit this? Because. Just like you can't marry the koyah of Yechalutza. So, so for example, so, so, so we hear, when Shimon does chalitza to, the, to Ruvain's widow, her co-wife is usher on him. So therefore, the relative of... of uh, sorry, just like the co-wife of the chalutza is usher, the co-wife of the relative of the chalutza is usher, because they're, 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 they're easily confusable. Okay, fine. A little bit lower. Okay, so 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 again, so if 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 we let him do, if we, if we let if we let Shimon um, do yibum with the with the uh, the co-wife of the mother of his chalutza, we might end up letting him do yibum with the co-wife of his chalutza, not just the co-wife of the mother of his chalutza, 
but the actual co-wife of the chalutzer herself, which is not allowed. That's why it's also. Again, the similar case. You have two yevamas come from one house. The brother passed away. You left two wives, two widows. One of them is an erva on the brother of the yevam. Had an erva islandess, and this erva is an islandess, somebody who has no potential for marriage in the first place. So to us, her co-wife is mutter. Since the islandess is no potential candidate for you, it's as if she's not present. So she has no bearing over you. It's just the other wife we care about. The Nafli is a cost out to us, and her co wife is the only one who the Yibmachalitza Parsha applies to. Similar to the brother. The brother who had a wife. And again, one of those wives was in Erevan, his brother Shimon, but he divorced that wife before he died. Or she was a minor and she protested and dissolved the marriage retroactively, right? Or she passed away while his brother was alive. And then the brother passed away. And left. So he was a widower from one of his wives. He still has one life left. Then he dies and that wife is a widow. That widow, the surviving widow, is mutter. Because again, at the time she died and Yibam happened, was the other wife who is forbidden to Shimon alive? Or was she married? No, neither. We don't say We don't say since she was a co-wife of the erva for one moment while he was alive and married and if he had died earlier it would have been a problem therefore she's also forever. We don't say that. We only look at what is the status of the two wives their co-wife Shaykhis at the time of the Yibum being created by the brother's death. If at the time he died the other corp is already dead or divorced, it's irrelevant. If the the erva, if the wife, if the co-wife who was an erva on the on the other brother was ma- who, who um, was married to the brother who died in the Suffolk, they was never sure if there was a real marriage. Or she was a child who she has a right to protest and dissolve the marriage she never, she never did. So all these cases, the marriage is not certain. Even though she protests against the Yavim, because again, we're not sure if there is a situation of, uh, of where he's allowed to marry her or not. So because he may be forbidden to her, we don't let Yibum. But because he may be, may be permitted, we make him do Chalitza. If the tzara, who uh, of the of the of the erva, goes and marries someone else, like she, which is perfectly fine, because there's no connection since it was since the, since one of the wives can't be mechalitza, not like the other one. Turns out the erva, the woman who let her marry whoever she wants, was an islandess. Was someone who again we said if she we know she's an islandess. They could do yibum. They must do yibum. She has to leave her current husband because she didn't do yibum chalitza yet, and she has to also she can't marry the yibum either. She can't marry the yibum either. get me She has to have a get from her husband because they're married. She also requires chalitza from the from the yibum, but she can't do yibum with him because it looks like a woman who had two husbands. It's like a similar case where she had one husband, we married somebody else because she thought the husband died, and then the husband came back because it resembles that uh, she requires yibum and chalitza yibum from the. Yavam and, and excuse me, chalitza from the yavam and a get from her husband. Chavdalat. Okay. Yavam yavam islandis. If the yavam does, if the, if the yavam marries his sister-in-law, the widow, because he thinks it's okay, since the other co-wife who is an erva on him is irrelevant because she's an islandist, she's barren. The name sister erva she ain't an islandist. Turns out she's not barren. 
she's perfectly healthy. She has to leave her Yavama with a get. Because there is, um, yeah, because even though essentially she's the wife of his brother, and um, no, she needs a get. The child's a mom's. Why is the child a mom's? One second. Oh, the gets me that without bottom. So 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 the child's a, let's let's go backwards. Why is the child a mamzer? Because Aish's ach, he's married to his brother's wife. Oh, right. The brother's widow is not a candidate for Yibam, it turns out, retroactively. Why not? Because one, one, one of the wives is perfectly healthy, and she's an ever to him. So there's no mitzvah of Yibam with, any, with either of them. So therefore, if there's no mitzvah of Yibam, what do we have? The regular case in your brother's wife. That's Isra Karis. He didn't know that. He married her. So any children they have her is on Ramzirim. But there's a get required, because it looks like it resembles they were married. Therefore, the Chamu Kara gets Midarbanon. Chav Hey. Shloish Sha'ach and three brothers. Shnaim Mehen Asunish Deachish. Ruvain, for example, married Rachel. Shimon married Leah. And who are, who are also sisters. Mechem Hen Nasanachis. And Levi married Stam, some random person. Let's call her Asnas. Fine. Umeis Hanase Nachris. Levi, who was married to Asnas, dies. And now Asnas needs Yibmur Chalitza from Ruvain or Shimon. However, while they're trying to figure out if they should give him chalitza, one of the, let's say Shimon dies, the one who is married to Rachel. Um, uh, so this wife Asnas, she requires chalitza. We don't let her do Yibum. Why? She is considered a co-wife of Ruvain's um, of Ruvain's wife, Ruvain's wife's sister. By Shimon passing away and leaving his wife, his wife Rachel, who is Ruvain's uh, wife, whose name is Leah, her sister, uh, because she's her sister. So now Asnas is a co-wife because by association, uh, uh, again, remember, lady passed away and left a widow named Asnas. She needs Yimur Chalitza from Ruvain or Shimon. But then Shimon passes away and now... Shimon passes away, and now Leah and Asnas are waiting for Mechalitza from Ruvain. So Asnas is a, is a candidate, but, but Leah is not a candidate. Uh, Rachel's not a candidate, though, because... Uh, sorry, Leah's not a candidate, because Ruvain's married to Rachel, and, and that's the wife of his sister. So because of, by association, he can't marry one of the people waiting for Yibum, he can't marry the other one, although they didn't happen at the same time. It wasn't simultaneous. One brother died, and the other brother died. So because because um, because uh, uh, Leah is not a candidate for um, Yibum Chalitza, her co-wife who's waiting for Yibum along with her is not a candidate either. But she does require Chalitza though, because because it wasn't because for for, for I mean, initially she was a candidate. Not only that, if after Levi, who was married to Asnas, passed away, Reuven or Shimon divorced one of their wives, then the, then, then the guy who's divorced, who's now 
He's not married anymore. He dies. Still, still Levi's wife, not Since for a time she was potentially a co-wife to one of the sisters, whichever brother passed, whichever brother passed away, well, both brothers, but whichever brother passed away, there was a time when he potentially could have done, so Shimon could have done Yibam Rechalitza with Asnas, but he didn't. Instead, he divorced his wife. So there was a time when Asnas and, and, and Leah had a connection. And therefore, uh, th- because there was that connection for one, one, one moment, if he does Yibam, we're worried if he does Yibam, he, if, if, uh, if Ruvain's allowed to do Yibum now that Shimon, who divorced his own wife, passed away, he might end up doing Yibum when Shimon's still alive. And that's a problem. Therefore, we don't do that. Chavav. These are some diagrams would be helpful over here. Taka has over here, but okay. Chavav. Why did they not decree this matter? Why did they come not to make a takana when it comes to a full marriage? Because when, it, in other words, the question like this, when someone marries a woman, full marriage, and um, and his wife is a What's the case over here? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a brother. A brother married two women. One of them is is Erevan, his own brother, so he can marry her, but a brother can never marry her. And one of them is just a random woman. If he divorces that wife, who can never marry his brother, and then he he passes away himself. The co-wife who is allowed to marry to the brother, we, we, they, they can do yibum. We don't say, well, since there was a time where he, they were both married to the same man and one of them could never do yibum, don't let them do yibum. We don't say that. As we said, why don't we say that? Everyone knows that you're not allowed to marry the co-wife of someone who is a forbidden to you. So if Ruvain passes away, leaves behind two wives, his brother Shimon, and one of them is an Ishakaris on Shimon, everyone knows he can't marry that one, he can't marry the other one. No, no one's going to say that, that if he didn't divorce her, um, if the same thing happens, if the same thing happens in a similar case, he doesn't, and he doesn't divorce her, he might end up marrying, marrying the, the, the other wife, who's not an heir him. No one's going to say that, everyone knows it's also. But if he is, um, everyone knows it's also, and therefore, if he, if he divorced, divorces the wife, who can never marry his brother? He can. He couldn't do him with the other one. However, the iser of when it comes to the situation, the connection is only from the fact that they were for a time period both waiting for yibum from the same brother, although they were from two different husbands. That's not very public knowledge. We're going to think we're going to make it permitted, even if Shimon, our example, had not divorced his wife. I know it's, I'm sorry, it's a complicated. I know the, the, the family tree here gets a little bit complex. I'm just trying to do my best to make it uh, <laughs> short and simple. All right, Chavzayin. You have three brothers. Okay, this is the part of the prayer I can prepare yet. So let's go. Three brothers are married to three sisters, and the three sisters are not related at all. And one of the brothers dies. And the second surviving, there's two surviving brothers now. One of them does Mimer, which is the Kedushan Medarbanan with the Yavamu. Presumably to do Yibum eventually. But unfortunately, he dies before he actually does Yibum. Now, both of these widows um, are now uh, um, 
One of them is widowed, and, one, and well, she's widowed a second time from a quasi-marriage. And the other one is widowed for the first time. Now they both stand before the first brother waiting for Yimah Chalitza. Because the one who had the Mimer from the surviving brother who, who passed away second, she essentially had two different Yavams, if you want, connected to her. It says, if she's the wife of two people who passed away. It resembles that because she had, she for, for, first she was waiting for Yibom from the, the second brother who gave her Maimer, and now she's waiting for Yibom from the other brother. So, the Pasuk says, Eishname is the wife of the deceased, Eishname is not too deceased. Any woman who has two different Yavams at the same time, uh, um, two different, two, not the same time, sorry, but any one who has a career of, of two different Yavams, so to speak, uh, um, um, on her. Uh, does not do yib, um, does does chalitza not yibum? Beachin to us, similarly, her koyf is the same. This is all. This is mid rabbanon. Chav ches. Tehem aloyachetz ba'as amaim. Why can't he do chalitza to the one who got maimer? Shalal azikash yavim who had two yavims on her. The yavim to us, and then do and then do yibum with the second wife. Gezerish lo yomer. We shouldn't say shtei yavamis avos vachah. People will think that two yavamis come from one house. In this case, you have two yavamis together from two different husbands, but they look like they come from one house because they, they resemble one house because one of them is the widow from this guy, and one of them got kedushin from this guy. You think one is chalitza, one is yibum? That's not allowed. Therefore, they forbade all the wives. Chav test. he didn't marry with the yavam. Then he give a get. he dies. she goes back to her status. The mimer was nullified to the get. She goes back to the standard case of yibum or chalitza. So whatever the mimer does, the get undoes. Lamet. Ben a nine-year-old child or more, but not par mitzvah. She bought even to have a relation with the yavam. that he passes away as a child. Now she's again in the situation waiting for yibum. This time it's an adult brother. not yibum for the same reason. The relations of a child of a minor who's nine years old or more is like mamer from an adult. As we said, she has again the same problem. Had two different yavams are. Are associated with her, and that resembles two husbands. You have a Shifcha Kananis, a non Jewish slave woman who's a quasi Jew, like an like Evid Kanani, but she's a female, owned by two partners. One of them frees her. Now she's half Jewish, half slave. She's got to the women, and Ruvi gives her condition. Then she's freed. And that's a whole passion for itself, which essentially means she's basically now married to Ruvain. The, the condition solidifies and finishes once she becomes fully freed. Then Shimon is the So we said because her condition is happened in a weak state, she's sort of a condition to both. So then they both die. And Ruvain and Shimon are not. No, they are brothers. I'm sorry. They are brothers. Both brothers died. She could do. Um, but. Okay, interesting. She could do even with Levi. She's not considered the, the wife of two, 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 uh, two people. Um, one second. Who even is she our brothers, though? Yeah, right. In other words, we said before that the halacha, since her condition is a very shaky condition, the way it happened, she was a half slave when she got it. Let me say this before until it's right? So therefore, the condition of both are chal. Now she's essentially married. She married to two different brothers. Interesting. Quasily. They both die. Uh, in whichever order it is. 
She could do him with Levi. In any case, she's not considered wife of two people. In Kedushin, you have a Kedushin. Oh, because it's a suffix, which one is which? It's not both. If Ruben's Kedushin is good, any Kedushin, Shimon's Kedushin, Shimon's Kedushin is irrelevant. If Kedushin, Shimon's Kedushin, any Kedushin, Ruben's Kedushin, then Shimon's Kedushin is irrelevant. Or Ruben's irrelevant. So it's not a question of being married to two people. She's essentially a suffix who she's married to, and whichever it is, the fact is now she's widowed from Levi's brother. Which brother? We don't know. Therefore, she could do Yibum. Okay, this, is, this seems to be a retraction of the Ramah's approach in the Chazishas. I'm trying to remember over there. It sounds like the Mephoshim say it's like a, she's like sort of married to both, but here the Ramah's saying it's a suffix. It's either or. So whichever way it is, Yibim to Levi is not a question. Okay.